What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another edition of Sports Ethos DFS Today. I am your host, Santino Cocone. This is your Tuesday, November 23rd edition. We have a short four-game slate here for you guys and girls. Uh, we have pretty much every team is playing on Wednesday because nobody is playing on Thanksgiving. That is reserved for the NFL. But we have a nice four-game slate for you here, which we'll run down very quickly. Um, like I mentioned, it's gonna be a, gonna be a pretty easy one. We have one game at seven, one game at seven thirty, then two late ones at ten and ten thirty. Um, <clears throat> some pretty good teams playing. Among them, Nuggets, Heat, Lakers, Clippers, Mavs, Blazers, Knicks. Uh, pretty much the only non-playoff contender is the Pistons. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, nothing crazy on the spreads. We have 215 as the highest, 205 and a half as the lowest. I mean, as the game totals. Uh, spread eight is the highest spread. Five is the lowest spread. But with that said. Let's jump right into the things. Uh, first game of the night, we have the Miami Heat traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons. This is the lowest game total of the night with 205.5, and, and it is the highest spread with the Heat eight-point road favorites. On the injury report, we have Killian Hayes, Isaiah Livers, Kelly Olynyk, and Isaiah Stewart as out for this one on the Pistons. On the Heat side, we have Markeith Morris. Victor Oladipo out. Marcus Garrett, Duncan Robinson as questionable. <clears throat> we'll start with the Heat. And we'll start with Jimmy Butler, 9700 That is a fair price tag for him. Uh, these, he hasn't played against this team yet. That is a fair price tag for him. Uh, he has four of the last five games, minimum 44 fantasy points. Three of the last five games, Minimum 51 fantasy or 50 fantasy points there. Uh, we know what he's doing. He's shooting the lights out for the season. He is shooting 50, just under 54% from the field. Not great from three, only 27%. But he only took has taken 22 threes on the year. He's pretty much just abandoned the three-point shot and getting his um, everywhere else. Averaging over five assists, averaging over five rebounds, and averaging over two steals per game, and a ton of free throws on 85% shooting from there. Uh, he's been awesome. This is going to be a really good matchup. The Pistons just are beat up. Uh, if this game can stay competitive, Pistons are beat up. Jimmy Butler will eat. Uh, and there is a chance we don't even see him tonight. Adebayo, also, he's been playing a little banged up and on the injury report. He's not on the injury report today. Neither is Tyler Hero as of now. Uh, neither is Kyle Lowry. But <clears throat> with this game, with them having no Isaiah Stewart, having no Kelly Olenek, that's their two center options there. Uh, both not playing in this one, so there might be a chance that uh, they rest some guys. And the Heat are on the front end of a back-to-back. -back. They do play on tomorrow as well. Uh, so does Detroit. So we'll... Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on in, if the injury report changes. Uh, if not, uh, Jimmy Butler makes sense, even though at, at 9-7. Adebayo makes a lot of sense at 8-5. There's, again, there's no Stewart. There's no Olenek. They're going to probably either start small or maybe they start Luka Garza. We'll get to that in a moment. But there's nobody that's even going to um, be able to stop Bam. And Bam makes a ton of sense at 8-5. But you can also get some rest. So we will see on that as well. Um, no Duncan Robinson. 
that means someone else might start in this lineup. It could be Tyler Hero. Maybe Butler jumps to the five, or they just keep Hero in his, his uh, six-man role, which makes a lot of sense, too. And uh, we could see either Akpala, uh, Cody Martin, one of those two likely to draw the start, even Max Struss. Um, maybe they'll throw in <clears throat> Gabe Vincent as a start. We'll see who actually draws the start with Duncan Robinson questionable. Uh, but I don't think we have to fully rush there, though. In a likely garbage time scenario, getting starters minutes, um, even if, or even if they don't get starters minutes, getting the starter role, there will be extra minutes at the end of the game in garbage time, most likely. So that guy, whoever draws the start, makes some sense. Um, Struss would be nice if he gets that start, and so would Martin. Both of them would be I would prefer over Vincent there. Um, PJ Tucker at 3900. He's get he's playing pretty well. He, his offensive game has been a lot better than what we expected. So, um, yeah, and last five games, he has a minimum of 21 fantasy points. Five of the last, or six out of the last seven, a minimum of 21 fantasy points with a couple in the 30s there. Uh, At only 3,900, the guy has uh, four of the last five games, he scored double-digit points. He's bringing back value here, and his price tag just isn't increasing. Um, He actually went down $300 before that last game after putting up 27 fantasy points in four straight games over 21. So uh, he's bringing back value, and it's continuing. And this is another matchup that he definitely can. The Pistons are likely to drop everybody down and play smaller. And while they don't have to run P.J. Tucker out for a ton of minutes here, because, again, front end of a back-to-back against the beat-up Pistons team, he still looks pretty good at 3,900, and we can throw him in there. Uh, That paired with whoever gets that start. All right, jumping on over to the Detroit side of the ball. Uh, there's no Olenek, there's no Stewart, there's no Hayes. That's two starters and their sixth man. Um, two guys splitting center minutes and a their starting point guard slash shooting guard, however you want to call that. Uh, Cade Cunningham has been playing awesome lately. Four, uh, four straight games with at least 41 fantasy points, two in the 50s. Uh, he's coming off his first career triple-double. He's not shooting the ball great. No, by no means. Uh, but two of those four games, he shot over 50% or better from the or 50% from the field. Uh, the other two, just bad. Um, still on the year, he's shooting 35% from the field. But he's still averaging nearly 33 fantasy points a game. I like him here. There's not going to be any um, Hayes, who has been playing off the ball a little bit anyway, but that just gives more ball handling duties to Gate Cunningham. Uh, there's not going to be any starting center on this team. Uh, there's going to be more shot opportunities, and Cade Cunningham, they're going to need him to do everything to stay in this game. Uh, that Yes, they are on the front end of a back-to-back, but this could also be blowout scenario, uh, get away from them. Cunningham's still going to play in that scenario, and at 7,400, I still think he makes a lot of sense. Um, Sadiq Bay. Jeremy Grant, not bad options. I don't fully want to go to them, uh, but someone is likely to start at center in this uh, of those two in this uh, matchup because there's no Stewart or Linux. Or as I mentioned earlier, they might throw Luca Garza in there. Uh, probably have him up. They might throw him or Trey Lyles at center. That's a both of those guys will make sneaky options if they do get their start. Obviously, uh, bare minimum price tags, and they need size, so they're both going to play. Um, we'll see who draws a start there, but they both make sense as options. Diallo at 3,500 might draw the start. Um, we'll see exactly. He played 21 minutes in the last one. He put up 
32 fantasy points. Um, again, there's no center starting center and there's no starting point guard. So they're going to have to change up the lineup here. Uh, we could see Frank Jackson draw the start. We saw Corey Joseph do it the other in the last game and he'd been bringing back 20 points, but I prefer Frank Jackson. He's just better. Um, this Pistons team is going to have a lot of value tonight. They're going to, in a, in a bad matchup, they're still going to have a lot of value though, because most of these guys are under 4k. They only have three guys on the team that are playing that are over four, 4,000. So Frank Jackson, um, Josh Jackson, Diallo, Garza, Trey Lyles, they're all in play for me, and we will see how the lineup shakes out eventually. Uh, again, Corey Joseph might draw the start. I still prefer Frank Jackson over him. Uh, Diallo might draw the start, and they might just go Diallo, Grant, Bay in the front court, uh, or they can go Garza or Trey Lyles to get that center spot. Um, keep an eye on all those guys, but they're all going to be getting extra minutes, and it's likely garbage time. So um, I will keep them all player pool for now and i'll see how everything shakes out see what uh coach casey says pre-game on um, what he's going to do with the rotations and whatnot uh, but all those guys are in play and they're super super cheap um but again watch out for the news and let's see what happens and miami might be resting some people seeing all this knowing that it's probably going to be a win anyway they're eight point road favorites right now all right uh let's jump on over to the next game of the night that starts at 7 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Los Angeles Lakers traveling across country to take on the New York Knicks. We have a 215 game total, which is the highest of the night, and the Knicks are five-and-a-half-point home favorites. On the injury report, we don't have a Trevor Ariza. LeBron James is suspended. Kendrick Nunn all out. Austin Reeves doubtful, and Anthony Davis as probable. On the Knicks, we have um, Mitch Robinson is out. Taj Gibson doubtful. Derrick Rose questionable. Right, we'll start with the Lakers side of the ball. No LeBron James. That means Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, Carmelo Anthony all get extra shots. So does Malik Monk. Um, we'll start with uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. In, in the games without LeBron so far, the first three games, uh, 17, 28, and 25 points. I know LeBron missed a good chunk of the Detroit game, and um, – Taylor Horton Tucker was part of that comeback, though he only hit four of 13 shots. But those first three games of the season, he shot seven of 14, nine of 19, nine of 18. I expect that to bounce back again. There is no LeBron James. This is a pretty good matchup for him. And he's only 5,900. Uh, he did jump up $600 since that last game. Uh, uh, since They're seeing LeBron James gone. They know that his price tag jumps up. Uh, but he brought back 27, 42, and 52 fantasy points in those three games without LeBron when he just coming back from uh, a month or pretty much a month off of the first month of the season and, and the preseason uh, we're about two months off. So Taylor Norton Tucker is definitely in play to me. I prefer him over Carmelo just because he does a little bit more. He gets more rebounds. Uh, he'll have more usage. He, he handles the ball a lot and has Russ play off off ball. So I prefer him for that $500 extra there. Uh, but Russ and AD are going to be in play here without LeBron James, as we know, and the New York Knicks, just haven't been as good as we um, thought they could be. Uh, their their defense has not been great, to say the least, this year. It's, it's not been a typical Tom Thibodeau uh, defensive team, and it's not been a typical Tom Thibodeau team. They're getting – a lot of people are getting a lot of different minutes, especially in that backcourt. Um, but with no Mitch Robb, no Taj Gibson, we're going to see a lot of Nerland's Noel, which is a solid thing. But Anthony Davis does make a lot of sense at 10-9. He's coming off a 70-point fantasy game. Uh, there's Outside of Noel, who's been in and out of the lineup as is, they don't really have much front court depth. They might see Obi Toppin play a lot uh, or Julius Randle play at the 5. 
and Anthony Davis is much bigger, taller than Julius, his former teammate Julius Randle. Um, I like Anthony Davis in this matchup. And Russell Westbrook, anytime that one of these stars are out, he just makes sense. I do prefer AD over Westbrook, but if you want to play the pivot game, that, that makes sense there as well. Um, taking shots on people, you could take a shot at uh, on Malik Monk at 4,100, um, but I don't really want, or, or Wayne, Wayne Ellington at 3K, but I'm pretty, pretty much stick, sticking with uh, Horton Tucker, AD as my main two guys, um, and leaving it at that. You could look at Howard, maybe even DeAndre Jordan, but I don't think we need to. I think we're going to have a lot of value on this slate uh, to begin with. <clears throat> All right, jumping on over to the Knicks side of the ball. Uh, mentioned there's no Mitch Robb, Taj Gibson doubtful. Nerlens Noel is not on the injury report. He's going to start at 4,200. Uh, he's going to have to play 30 minutes in this one. Uh, yes, you can definitely look at him. The upside is always not the craziest, especially since he's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, you know he's not going to take a lot of shots. His usage isn't there. But he does his, he gets his money worth on grabbing rebounds and playing solid defense, getting stocks there, um, pitching in a couple assists here and there. Uh, he has back-to-back games of five fouls in the last two games on, on a back-to-back that he played on both ends. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on, but they need him out there. He's going to have to start, um, going to have to play a lot of minutes unless they really want to put Randall at the five and play smaller. Um, I don't see them doing that to start the game at the very least. So Nerlens Noel makes a lot of sense. Julius Randall, speaking of him, going to play the four, going to play the five, going to take 15 shots in here. Uh, I do prefer AD over him. I do prefer Butler over him too. But this is a very good matchup. The Lakers flat out stink on the defensive end right now. They're not really doing much. So Randall makes sense. Uh, but I do prefer a couple other people over him. So I'm not gonna not gonna go there. But I don't mind him as a pivot in tournaments. Uh, I'll probably be lower owned than others. And the backcourt, whew, the backcourt to me uh, is just I, I don't know. Um, I don't mind RJ Barrett. He's the one guy. He's pretty much playing small forward a lot anyway. Uh, he's the one guy that I do trust. And at 5,600, I think that's a fairly solid price tag. We saw his price drop about $1,000 since the last week, um, last 10 days of the season. He was 6,500, I think, uh, against Charlotte a couple, about 10 days ago or so. So $1,000 difference nearly. Uh, that is nice. And I like RJ Barrett. He would be the one guy outside of Noel that I'm I'm trusting, uh, Randall is is that pivot guy. But uh, even in cash, I like R.J. Barrett. But everybody else, quickly, Fournier, uh, Alec Burks, Rose is questionable, so that opens up some minutes. But Kemba Walker, these guys, uh, this is not the typical Tibbs rotation here. They're all playing minutes, and whoever's playing good is getting those minutes that particular game. Um, we see Tibbs likes to run his guys into the ground. But he's really only running Randall into the ground and R.J. Barrett sometimes. Barrett's not even playing as much as he as he did last year. He's only averaging 32.5. And, and I say only because it is, is Thibodeau. Um, but everybody else, it's pretty much hit or miss on who's going to start, the, uh, not start, who's going to close this game, who's going to get all the minutes. Quickly has been separating himself a little bit. I think uh, he's been playing in uh, at least 20, 21 minutes to Mid mid uh, low twenties to high twenties in the last what, six games or so. I've been playing pretty well. I think he makes sense under four K, but the rest of these guys, I, I just can't go to. It's 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 a hit or miss type of environment with all of them uh, doing that. And one guy I will say to keep an eye on is Jericho Sims 
at the bare minimum. Um, if Noel is limited in any way, shape, or form, we could see a solid amount of minutes from Jericho Sims. I uh, played in the preseason, played pretty well. So they don't have Mitch, and they likely won't have Taj. Um, they'll need some size against the Lakers because they we know that the, the Lakers have Jordan Howard, uh, AD, and the boys. So um, Jericho Sims might see some run here, make some sense as three K at three K bare minimum. A lot of guys in Detroit that will get more opportunity, but Sims makes for a, a pivot play in the right scenario, and we'll see what happens before the pregame on what Tibbs if there's any news coming out of that. All right, jumping on over to the second to last game of the night. Oh wait. There's more. The NBA is back, and at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA, the key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get their skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code NBA today. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code NBA today. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, let's jump on over to this next game. We have the Denver Nuggets taking on the Portland Trailblazers at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have a 214 game total, and the Blazers are six-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, on the Nuggets side of the ball, we have Bones Highland. He's out. Jamal Murray's out. Zeke Najee is out. Michael Porter Jr. might be out for the year. And uh, Nikola Jokic is questionable, which, ah. Um, on the Blazers, we have nobody on the injury report. Um, so that is good to know. Uh, and I forgot to mention the Lakers are on the front end of a back to back as well. The Knicks are not the Denver Nuggets are not the Portland Trailblazers are, uh, and then we'll get to the last two game, uh, last game of the night and throw those out there. But we'll start with the Nuggets. They are the away team without Jokic. Uh, I mean, it could turn into a blowout. They already don't have Murray. They already don't have Porter. That's their two and three options. They don't have if they don't have Jokic again, it's not looking likely. And if they don't have Jokic, Will Barton, Aaron Gordon, Morris all make a ton of sense. Morris at forty four hundred, he's going to get a lot of shots. That's he's going to easily beat value here. Um, I know he hasn't in the last two games. He shot six of eighteen, but he should be getting. A better matchup here against Portland. Um, he can take advantage of Lillard and McCollum defense and Simon's defense. Uh, Will Barton is going to have to be the alpha guy again. Uh, he hasn't beaten that price tag in the last two games. Uh, he, he matched it. But uh, those were two better teams, especially Phoenix, where they got blown out. It just makes some sense. Uh, Jeff Green, Jim Michael Green. Two cheap guys under 4K to take a look at. Jeff Green's going to play regardless now. He's drawn the start without Michael Porter Jr., uh, <clears throat> so he makes sense. But Jim Michael Green, at, I would prefer him at the higher upside if there is no Jokic. Uh, if Jokic plays, then he himself makes a ton of sense if he's ready to go. 
at uh, 11 4. I know that's an expensive price tag, but he's probably the easiest chalk play of the night. If if so, uh, the Blazers can get eaten at any part of the floor on any position, and Jokic is is the guy, um, especially with no more Michael Porter Jr. possibly for the year and maybe even next year. Uh, to be honest, that nerve issue, a second back surgery, could be the end. I don't even want to get in there, but yeah. Um, Austin Rivers could make some sense at 3,400 if there's no Jokic. There's going to be more minutes around the rotation for him. Um, I just I do prefer Morris over over those guys. I would go Green, Morris, and Barton if you had the money for the most part. Um, can look Aaron Gordon too again. Also makes sense. He's had really two really good games without uh, Jokic there. 40, almost 50 fantasy points, and then over 38 fantasy points. So he's playing more of that point forward role that he did in Orlando without uh, Jokic there. But we'll see exactly what happens on the injury report. Obviously, Jokic's news is massive throughout that entire rotation and that entire team and this entire matchup in general because it could turn into a blowout. Uh, so we'll definitely have to keep an eye on that to see who we like. Uh, if Jokic does play, won't have much Barton, won't have much Aaron Gordon. I won't have both of the greens. I would just have Morris. Um, but again, if if Jokic doesn't play, all those guys get a bump. I like Jim Michael more than Jeff. Um, Morris makes sense. And either Gordon or Barton could find yourself, if you're in that middle of the range, uh, with money-wise, they both can find yourself in lineups, find themselves in your lineup, I should say. Uh, both have solid potential here. Um, Barton probably has the better matchup defensively. <clears throat> All right, jumping on over to the Portland side of the ball. Uh, a lot of this hinges on Jokic's availability. We see Damian Lillard starting to heat up now. He has a ton of games. He finally had over 50 fantasy points in the last one, 56. And seven straight games, uh, 41 or more fantasy points. So he's starting to heat up. Value is close to be had there. But uh, I don't. if Jokic's not here, honestly, I don't trust this game to stay Super competitive, um, so I don't really want to go them there. McCollum, I would rather just go to Barton or Gordon on the other end for a little bit cheaper if there's no Jokic, obviously. Uh, and if there is, I don't really want to go to McCollum anyway. I think we have some other options here to choose from. Uh, Nurkic's outlook gets much better if there's no Jokic. Only 6,300. Uh, he has back-to-back games of over 36 fantasy points. No Jokic. There's not much... Uh, to, energy expended on defense with without him there so it makes a lot of sense he's going to get gobble up a lot of rebounds there um if he if yogi does play he teeters on my my player pool it is always a revenge game against denver there but uh, everyone else not too thrilled about larry except for larry nance jr uh, he's still seeing minutes in the 20s um last game he only brought back 17 fantasy points but two games before that 23 and 39 respectively like that there, I will take the shot at Larry Nance at 3,600 um, to differ from some of these other guys that we mentioned in 30 in that under 4K range. Um, no one else really. Uh, Nurkic and Nance mostly here, but again, we've got to see what happens with um, Jokic. If Jokic doesn't play, it does also help Nance. You're going to see more minutes in, in garbage time there for the most part. All right, jumping on over to the last game of the night. Before we do that, I want to give a shout-out over to our Friends at Manscaped.com, the number one men's below the base grooming out there. Uh, right in time for the holiday seasons, you can get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com using the promo code HOOPBALL20. 
Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code hoopball Tony. Get yourself the perfect package 4.0, which includes the lawnmower 4.0 and all the other good stuff in it. Um, simply amazing. All right, last game of the night. We have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. We have a 208 game total, and the Clippers are five-point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Luka as questionable. Uh, they supposedly said he had a setback yesterday, so I don't feel comfortable playing him at the end of, uh, unless it's a cheap tournament where I don't mind uh, losing a couple dollars. I don't mind taking a chance on him to separate myself from the pack. Uh, but that news wasn't great unless we get confirmation that he's definitely playing. Um, Maxi Kleba is probable. Frankie the Tanky Nidalekina is out. <clears throat> On the Clippers side of the ball, we have Batum, Keon Johnson, Kawhi, Jason Preston all out. And Marcus Morris Sr. is probable for this one. Ooh, a return for the the Morris brothers. Um, and I just mentioned it with Luca at 11 7. You really can't risk that. In cash games, you got to leave them alone. Uh, in tournament games, expensive tournament games, I, I can't I can't play him here unless I have confirmation later on in, in the day and as we get closer to initial tip-off. Uh, that's just too much money to waste. And Obviously, if he doesn't play, um, I guess you can go Paul George and, and change your lineup there, but um, <clears throat> it's just not comfor- comfortable for me to do that. Um, Porzingis makes a lot of sense at 8-5. Might not be Luca again. Probably not Luca. I should say. I don't think Luca's going to play. Uh, they said he had a setback in practice. I, I wouldn't expect him to play tonight. Um, <clears throat> but I've seen crazier things happen, so I uh, won't say that. Um, yeah. Uh, Porzingis makes a lot of sense. We've seen four straight games, five straight games of uh, 42 or more fantasy points. He's getting a ton of shots. There's no, if, if, especially if Luca's there, not there. Um, we, you can have some success against the Clippers, not the most success, but uh, you can have some success against the Clippers. And if someone's going to have it, it's likely to be him. I know Jalen Brunson's going to take a lot of shots here too. Um, at seven three, without Luca, you know the usage is going to be there. I just don't really feel comfortable with it. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. shot nine of. 32 in the last two games taking a ton of shots and then he took 23 shots before that so the shots are not the problem it's hitting them that is um though 5800 with that type of volume with uh 56 shots in the last three games yeah that makes sense you can you can throw them in there um i don't know if we'll hit a bunch because this is one of the best defenses in the league but that type of volume is hard to come by for a guy under 6K. So it makes sense there. Um, Maxi Kleba, Dwight Powell, don't really want much to do with either of them unless they say Kleba's ready to go for 25 to 30 minutes. Uh, then makes a little bit more sense if they can uh, put Porzingis at the five more and play Kleba and Porzingis together. But outside of that, I, I'm just looking mainly at Hardaway and, and Porzingis here without Luka. And again, I'm expecting Luka not to play. Uh, I'm not even going to take the chance of putting him in my lineup. Right on the other side of the ball, we have big Paul George. Uh, he put up 29, 6, and 4 in their one meeting against this team. Uh, 12 of 5 shooting in 37 minutes, which is good for 43 fantasy points. Um, and that meeting was, ding, 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 the other day. This is a rematch uh, from the other day. 
from these guys. And these guys played against each other twice in the playoffs in the last two years. Uh, I expect Paul George to have a pretty solid game. I don't think I'll, I'll go to him too much. Uh, I like some other options around there, but I expect him to have a solid game. But without Luka, I, I don't expect him to need to play over 40 minutes. I know uh, they only won by six in the last one, and they were home again there. Um, I expect a, a little bit different of an outcome if, if Luka doesn't play here. Uh, Reggie Jackson does make sense to me. He also had a, a solid game with 32.5 fantasy points. Um, he didn't do much. He didn't grab many rebounds, only grabbed two rebounds, had four assists, didn't get any defensive stats, and he shot 8 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3, 35 minutes. Still brought back value here, and he didn't do much outside of scoring. I think we can expect a little bit more on the non-scoring categories, uh, and that should be helpful for his value here. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. Uh, don't want to run to him in his first game back, but without Nick Batum, he might draw the start. He could play 25 minutes or so. Uh, if he was if he wasn't 4900, I'd be more interested in him. I don't know why he has to be 4900 in his first game back. Um, that's for another day though. Um, Zubats 5100 makes a little sense. He has four straight games of at least 26 fantasy points, so he's bringing back value there. Uh, and he brought back 29 and a half against these guys the other night in 27 minutes, 6 of 7 from the field. Had 16 points, 10 rebounds, nice double-double there. Um, yes, he makes sense for me too, and he will be in my player pool. Uh, that's pretty much it. Don't want too much to run with these guys. We'll see what happens with Marcus Morris Sr. if he draws a start or if they just bring him off the bench in this one. All right, but that does it for this nice four-game slate. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you again tomorrow for the big, big pre-Thanksgiving matchup. We have pretty much every team in the league playing tomorrow night. Uh, there's what? I believe 26 teams Wednesday because no one is playing on Thursday. So we're going to get the majority of the games tomorrow. Uh, this is just a tease before the big, big slate goes. Uh, with a couple of day, with a day off, might see some people not playing there with pretty much everybody off, but that is for another day. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great night. Happy holidays. Peace.